Let's get into this podcast. Let's get into the audio. So um, five, four, three, two. Let's go! Girl, you know how I want it. Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 98. You hear it? Hey, you hear it? Can you leave all those attitude problems at the door, please? Yes, sir. Y'all keep acting like y'all know who this good person is. Stop playing. If I do games in this floor seats, if anything, you should applaud me. If anything, I'm reassuring. Y'all keep acting like y'all know Partisan Fontaine. Stop playing. And I've been fucking with Partisan Fontaine, right? Even if I flop when I drop and my record go cardboard, I know my dick good. I know my heart pure. You had walls. Let me get y'all right. Let me get y'all right. I'm the Uno, baby. Draw for Baby, show me love. Yeah. Girl, you gotta show me love. Girl, you gotta show me love. One of the slickest talking Girl, niggas in the love. industry right now. Partisan Fontaine. Look, I ain't no regular nigga, baby. Yeah. Writing for some of your favorite artists. Nice. Baby, I'm special. Show me love. Yes, sir. Show me love. Yes, sir. Show me love. You gotta show me love. Let's run through it real quick. Look, it's only one dick in this relationship, and I got it. Now you can cry about it. Or you can whine on it. Yeah. I need more hydraulic, less psychotic. Then it can't be a lie. I do my best fucking watching family guy nasty put your pride in your panties aside then bust it open like it's candy inside because you don't want to see on my story it's a vibe it's a vibe i know y'all want to hate it's a vibe talking about something i ain't know you until megan you lying you was listening to cardi b let me stop let me stop let me stop <laughs> no, you wanna fuck with me. Oh, you thought that was Cardi? I know you wanna fuck it with was me. Cardi. <laughs> you say you wanna fuck with me. Talk to me. Nobody. Come on. I can keep a secret. If you want be done. Guess this how we leave it. Gave you all I have. Yeah. Now I feel depleted. I still show you love. Even when it's inconvenient. Let's keep bobbing real quick. <laughs> I might just only listen to Partisan Fontaine. Yeah. Baby, it's lit. Come through my party. Girl, you sexy. Moving your body. Nah, I don't even know them niggas. Stay to myself. I ain't cool nobody. What's the song you did about Megan? Come through my party. Girl, you sexy. Was it polygamy? Don't let me be with no nigga. Only God knows I do this. Baby, it's lit. It was very direct. I think it's polygamy. Baby, it's lit. Come through my party. Girl, you sexy. Keep moving your body. Make myself lit. Make myself rich. Fuck, I gotta put some All of these blues in the young nigga pocket They feel like I gotta be crippin' Said he gon' slide on who? This nigga gotta be trippin' She know I'm paid So she wanna fuck my dick like a lottery ticket And your baby daddy He really love you So that pussy gotta be hit Every day we gon' butt like the plows I'm from the gut of the chaos My brother nigga mob is dead That's vibe You said it's called uh, The Stallion? The person That's vibe Yes sir Gemini Scorpio Podcast Episode 98 You heard it right nigga Catch up! I'm looking for a big, tall, sexy motherfucker. Got a real nice body, and I wanna kiss them muscles. T pearly white, I don't even see no butter. I ain't messing with no broke boys. Sexy nigga hustling. You know, I thought about that because she kind of body Sexy! You know that I'm sexy and conceited. Yeah. 
Niggas be sleeping on us, uh, big sexy you know man. Say for her, say my girl. They don't call it sexy for no reason. Slam thick chocolate, my shit, I gotta pop it. Fine ass nigga, put your plug in my socket. You wanna get a bitch, then you gotta come up off it. Rich motherfucker, I'ma make him take me shopping. Alright, I see you, shake it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is still audio experience. I don't wanna mess it up. I know I'm messing up the vibe. But yo, everybody that been watching like TV or like football. She said something that made me think of it. She was like, she wants you, she want a nigga put her plug in a socket. It's this one commercial. It's a socket singing. To, it's like an iPhone commercial. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I wonder who wrote this song, bro, because that shit kind of hard. Doughboy Doe wrote that? No, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He he did. Oh wait, no! I'm calling him right now. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm calling him right now. Hey, that's a he did flag. tell me that on the yeah, end. Yeah, I'm calling flag. him right now. Oh, hold up! No, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. He must have gave me the wrong number or something. <laughs> nah, this <laughs> is audio crazy. That's why you gotta listen to the audio, man. Damn. Probably in the he did tell me on the interview. He said, "Yo, you gonna see me?" Answer the phone, nigga. Damn. I know we ain't real friends. It's just business. <laughs> 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 nigga, it's just business. Damn, he did write that. Yo, Kyron, you a smart motherfucker, bro. But anyway, yeah, so when she said that, it made me think of like the, the commercial. This motherfucker commercial come on every, every interview, every football NFL game, it come on, and they just get the singing. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, who wrote this shit, bro? And I. <laughs> and I. <laughs> yo, okay, let's get back to the vibes, man. It's an audio exclusive, man. Gemini Scoop, your podcast, 98. Yes, hey, baby, can I touch you? Touch her. Can I hit you from the back? And can I talk disgusting? I know that Gucci pink. I'm like, oh, it's blushing. What you want, some shit and shit? Go ahead and order some. Pop I'm looking for a big, tall, sexy motherfucker. Got a real nice body, and I want to kiss them muscles. Look, I'm looking for a pretty ghetto song Sexy with some ass. ass. Twerk ass, smell like she just hopped up out the bath. Look, go ahead and curse me out. She can stab me. I ain't leaving. Alright, let's get the podcast started. Yes, sir. That's how we're gonna start the podcast. I wanna we gotta listen to this. Drag your name let's listen to the words. And talk about you in unfavorable ways. In order Not to get attention, uh clicks. Yeah. I never thought you'd do something like we that. We should have played me. this when we talk about accountability. Uh, I, I'd like to what apologize. But uh, <laughs> no longer keeping up with your life. Gemini Scorpio podcast, episode 98. Shade is here. Yes, sir. Mrs. Hill. You well. I love you, baby. Look, we talk shit about Kellen, shit about Jayla and Darren. You talk shit about everybody set for the person in the mirror that's staring. Mm. You talk shit like you keep shit and cry like a Karen. Fuck the that you want, money you got, clothes that you wear. A whole lot happened in this last two years, but this is the part that you share. I just want to tell the whole truth. You was going through shit, how I hold you. It's gonna be okay, is what I told you. I was the realest nigga you was close to. And that's real. The people that know you don't love you. The people that love you don't know you. I loved you a lot, I was vocal. Said you never seen it up close. I said, come here, baby, let me show you. Mm. Sit down for a second, girl, you need to hear this. Be for real, you ain't even realistic. Got light pole, then you started posting gym pics. 
The things that you're doing is sadistic. Spend four <laughs> hours doing glam. Not I feel British. like every nigga felt this about his girl at one point in time. I'm just saying. Clean up your spirit. That's not his girl. That's his ex. I feel like every nigga felt this about a girl one at one time. What the fuck you got to say? Not just your ex. I don't have to say nothing. <laughs> I thought that's what you was doing with your downtime. I ain't gotta say nothing. When the snake shed his skin, it only changed on the outside. You got emotional hurdles. Man, the work that you need is internal. When love goes bad, can't believe it. Archive pics, you can't delete it. Damn, see me with Jada Kingdom, and then you went Jada Pinky. Saw you pop out, wish you the best. You see me pop out, start gripping your chest. Damn, thought you was on an island healing. I guess the new album need a villain. Brand new way for you to be a victim. You saw me with Jada Kingdom. Then you were like Jada Pinky. I would have to put your ass in a Same nigga that you did on the tags for the beats. You let that nigga tag, let him beat. You let me. It's still an audio exclusive. All I'm saying is. If a nigga does this to a chick, right? You gotta be damn near perfect. You don't got nothing in the closet. You ain't scared of nothing. Cause like Shadé said, like if you do this, she probably girls want blood. They go for yeah. blood. So if you do this, you gotta be a confident motherfucker that ain't like you don't got no skeletons in your yeah, closet. For sure. I mean, but she did it first, right? Didn't she? Risk yeah, but. She like she, she was alluded, chatting. She alluded yeah. to something, but it was nobody's guess. Like yeah. it's, it was everybody's guess. But he just he he did was like, you know what? Since you're going there, let's go here. Yeah. Yo, everybody that's listening right now, we appreciate you. This is why we try to do like more stuff for just for the audio experience. Yeah, we thank you guys. Uh make sure you send this to a friend. Make sure they send a, a five star review if you're a new listener. We really appreciate you. That's why we do things like this. Mm -mm. Oh man. Mm-mm. -mm. Your face, did you fuck them niggas? And you swore on your mother. Mm. I knew from then I couldn't trust her. More lies from the lips of a lover. Same lips that I got tatted on my shoulder. Even then, I kept my composure. I was supposed to. This the girl that I'm trying to propose to. Ask Greg, you and I had picked out a ring. Then you lied in my face. Went on TV and then lied to Gail King. I found out with the rest of the world. God treated you crazy. like a queen. This is crazy. Old time, I'm a clown in your circus. I tried to pull you up out the mud. Here you are trying to drown, drown me on purpose. purpose. You know the devil was a serpent. Put some streams and views, girl. I hope it was worth it. Same for Megan the Stallion. This for Megan the person. Bay. When he went like, if you if go straight at you is a person. I don't know what like that wasn't even like. Subliminal. It was. This is for Megan the person. Nah, facts. Like this, you ain't even got a guess. Since yeah. you want, I ain't gonna even like. This is for Megan the person. Let me ask you. That's though. a hard. Nah, he bodied that though. I ain't gonna lie. What? Is it still audio exclusive? I, yeah, it's still all audio exclusive. I'm just curious though. Like, I feel like sometimes. Do you feel like sometimes women can get lost in like the fame, the success, the people around them? Absolutely. Uh, and I just, you know, I never say this out loud because, you know, I'm a girl's girl. So I'm going to say it. Men got it hard with these bitches because it's a lot of women that they just refuse to take accountability within themselves. Oh, shit. And also they are so stuck in the persona they created that they refused. They would rather ride that coattail versus just saying, you know what? Hold up. I was wrong. This is who I really am or this is what I really Yo. did. And that's just... What up? Yo. What up? 
bro. You on a podcast, bro. You on a, you on a, uh, you on a, uh, my podcast, what I do with my wife, right? We listened to this, this, this song and it reminded me of the T-Mobile song. And I, yo, I just did the interview with you and you told me you did the T-Mobile shit and I did not know what the fuck you was talking about. That's crazy. Yo, you did the song with the socket? Uh, yeah, you ain't. <laughs> oh my God. You a fucking legend, nigga. <laughs> Yo, bro. I'm listen. Listen. I'm we listened to a song and like the girl uh, uh sexy red was like she uh, want a nigga to put a plug in the sock. I'm like, yo, this remind me of the commercial. <laughs> and I asked who did I'm like, I wonder who wrote that song. My engineer my nigga said doughboy. I'm like Nah, <laughs> yeah, that's me, Mister. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yes, sir. Yo, you the goat, my nigga. I appreciate you. That's all I wanted, bro. Nah, man, thank you. You the goat, dog. Talk to you later. Yo, this is still audio exclusive. Listen, we appreciate the audio listeners, and we only doing this for you, man. But, babe, I'm sorry. No, you're good. That was good. But you're good. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I, no, that was crazy. Oh, really? That's crazy, bro. But yeah, so it's crazy that you just called them. No, continue though, babe. Go ahead. Don't try. Yeah, that was me. But yeah, do it. Um, yeah, I definitely think that. I mean, I personally know women that are Delulu till it's Trilulu. You know, and I think that it's actually hindering a lot of progression Mm. because. Just be for real. Like, if anything, just be fucking for real. Mm. Like, and that's just what I'm gonna say. Like, at the end of the day, show up as your authentic self. If you made some mistakes, you could grow from it. Stop misleading people. Be who you truly are so that you can grow into who you want to be. Mm. I'm gonna leave it at that. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Now, I think um It's sad though. It's sad. Especially when it's 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 crazy. You were sad about it. You know, we're in the time of shallow social media. It's the baddest ones. It's the it's the ones that who look like they got their shit together a hundred percent. And then what happens is when a man come out and said, "No, can't be her. She's too cute. She too together. She on her shit." But you can be mature in some areas and immature in other areas, mm. and that's what people fail to realize. Like you can be super mature and. Being a business model and your create creativity of power and your looks and your goals, but you could be super immature when it comes to your relationships and dating because you refuse to address the inner stuff that is going on with you. Talk heavy versus handling that. Talk heavy. Because if you're gonna be a boss there, you need to be a boss there. Talk heavy. And that's just what it is. Hey, audio exclusive. We still yeah. here, Gemini yeah. Scorpio Podcast, episode ninety eight. One more thing. Yeah. One more before we get started. You leave me, keeping it really we feeling good. Stop it, this ain't no one, this is peach. Gotta keep a carbon in my reach. Pick and call it Mari on my teeth, babe. I, I this is peach. Gotta keep a carbon in my reach. Call it Mari on my teeth. I love Kodak. He's like, that's on my alter ego. I keep spitting coffee on my jeans. I don't like me talking, I'm gonna say. Alter ego Kodak. No, I needed you. Why would you leave me? Keeping it real every day. It ain't easy. Caught against Swazi. Come on, next season. Dejarey, would you just stay with me, please? I'm a blessed little moment like she sneezed and scored a triple double for my niece. Ooh. Said I just bought a rover for no reason. I'm on house arrest. I can't even leave. Locked up in the pen, but I ain't peed. The water dripping off me. I could feel it. Love my uncle E. I uncle Bean. And I got the, uh, uh, I think it's peach. Orange. All this money because it's free. Scamming in Miami by the beach. Telling on your homies that ain't see. Boy, I heard you ready for a cheesecake. This is Pub. Gotta keep a carbon in my reach. Alex, call the mommy on my teeth.
Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 98. We still going hard for our audio listeners. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you. I'ma keep you healthy selling peas. Never wanna sign me, what's the plea? Double nines on me. I'm from 18th Louis V. Peach color blanket, dog and only. Let's get it started, man. Yeah. I got raped in the front and back. I told her face me. I'm getting it. Kodak goes on a concert by himself. We've really gotta go. Nah, facts. I, I, I would do I that. I love Kodak. Yo, shout out to my guy Irvin for um bringing up the wine, man. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. Irvin. He came through with uh all this hospitality and shit. Yeah. It's a sad, it's sad that I, I gotta see, <laughs> see my brother only when Alex come here and shit. It's sad. It's a sad, it's a sad, it's sad, it's sad, it's sad, it's sad. <laughs> It's he sad. Wait to get that shit. I know, he, he was said, waiting oh, for it. Said, yeah, he was it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's he sad. It's sad. It is going to be there and we, forever. And we supposed to be real friends, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Supposed to be real friends. Supposed to be really essential to the soul, <laughs> but Rook. it ain't giving essential at all. I Speaking of him, that, yeah, because you just brought that up. Yeah, how you feel about the whole Juicy thing? Bro, I don't give two fucks, bro. Like, I can, but y'all real for that. Bro, people yeah. been sending me to, like, yo, y'all going to just let them? Yes, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't what care. What y'all to let them do? But it was funny, though. Bro, was, I have no care in it, the it, world. It, it, it shouldn't offend them. I don't think it. It's funny. It Irvin, you care? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That means I don't care what y'all say. Y'all care. Right, because, what you want me to fight them? Like, <laughs> let me put, hey, Drewski, you got it. Bro. Like, no, but, but, but why y'all keep saying y'all don't care, but is it funny? I didn't even look at it. I told you who you remind me of, your dean, right? Yo, you was crazy. <laughs> I fuck with Dylan, we still doing audio exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's going live. <laughs> yeah, that's going live. No, fuck because it. Jay's DB for this shit. <laughs> Yo, my dean is a pimp. He about to get married, though. He look like, oh, shout out to him. He you do like these a pimp. magic tricks. <laughs> he become, he do. He do. He gets me every time. He's, he's really good. He's really Yo. Good. But those, he's the old head that Drewski talk about. Right. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to my dean, bro. Let's get it popping. <laughs> Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 98. 98. We here. How you feeling, baby? You look I good feel, in that black. Thank you. I feel good. You know, we're almost at a hundo. We almost there. And I feel like when you get to 100, you 100, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. Shout out to my um, guy, Giovanni, for letting us use the space. Yes, beautiful mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. I like the vibes. It's doing its thing. But I feel good. Mm. I feel good. I feel like ever, like I, once I get to like that next threshold, like this, the next episode, I'll be like, what, a hundred? Like, mm. Or it might be the wine. I think it's the wine. No, no cap. It might be the wine. Mm. That's how, like, even when I was listening to music, That's I was it. like. I know you came in here saying it was cheap wine, but sometimes cheap wine really be doing what it's supposed That's to what do. Needs to yeah. And, you know, people, you know, that's why wine is just such a. It is it's such a it, it has so many levels because just because it's cheap don't mean it ain't good. Yo, I love that. And since you just giving people roses, let me give roses too. I love people who just like just pull up and just do shit that is helpful. Oh I love God, helpful people. Like I love just you know it's so funny because we were just talking about that. I just love thoughtful people. Thoughtful. I feel like that's been like a theme that I've been seeing so much, and I just be so thankful because I'm coming into counter with. Thoughtful people, and it's even making me step my shit up Bro. because it's like shout out to uh Shijoke. yes, but shout out to her, shout out to Tasia, shout out to Emily. Like it's just been, I just had a, so many thoughtful things Yo. just be brought to life. So I appreciate 
people who just take the the time to think of other people. Facts. That is so beautiful. And I it's love such a great characteristic to yes. carry. And you literally make somebody's day, and you are going to be blessed for that because you are literally serving. Okay. And when you serve, God rewards because you're supposed to serve. Okay. Like, 100%. yo, shout out. I hate, I hate, I hate an inconsistent ass nigga though. No, I don't. Like, don't, like, don't you do like, it. Like, Kyron has, because <laughs> Kyron has, he is thoughtful as fuck. <laughs> but it, like, like, what, you know how nigga, you like, say you thoughtful and inconsistent. Yeah, so like, you know how, like, you know how a nigga be like, a nigga. <laughs> You, you know how a nigga make you uh like a nigga make his presence felt yeah like and then he just Bye. leave you like, like yeah <laughs> like yeah you know you yeah. know he come through that's what women call like a fuck boy like you come, come through make his presence yeah. felt yeah. and then he just leave like yeah nigga i'm out for two weeks nigga right. i'm outside what you, you talking about rock my world and go missing for two weeks i hate you i love you what i'm just saying like Kyron ain't rocking nobody. No, I'm using an analogy. <laughs> the fuck type tone. <laughs> I knew exactly. Like, my man Irvin pulled up like, yeah, I got you, bro. Came through. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna see this nigga now. You want your brother? Until Alex Where's your comb? <laughs> you you got a comb? Let me get you right. <laughs> Don't come uh, around this month. Look at the mirror and the iPad, big screen. Facts. And guess what? <laughs> we ain't go. gonna see him till Alex come back. Facts. Like, but crazy. like, but Giovanni, I fuck with him, bro. I, um, I was doing something for uh, he was keeping like he though. Yeah, I was he, doing something. He for, left. For, we for, wanted him to stay. Yeah, you facts, facts. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so like Giovanni, right? Like I was doing something for Marcus. He was just like get the light. I'm like, damn, this nigga. Like he really like on it. Like I, mm-hmm. yo, God is so good, man, God for putting so people good. in my life like that, bro. So like I thank you. Like I know I might joke, but like, bro, it's so much. It's so appreciated, bro. Like because yeah. people just so thankful. Even like Dylan, I was telling Dylan, like, bro, Dylan been putting in that work, bro. Like he been. Putting in that work, yeah. like shout out, man, shout out, I gotta say shout out to the whole cause my team right now. Solid. I, it's solid, bro. And I didn't see like so- I feel like people don't understand when you are working with creative, the turnover rate is so high. Mm. Simply because people, you know, they have their own lives. It's hard. It's not easy to yeah. focus on somebody else's dreams. So when you do get a team that really just like shows up, does the work, does it at quality oh, level, man. and then <laughs> simply just fucks with you and believes in you, like you have to only thank God because that is Divine energy, like the clip like, that Nick did, right? Bro, Shout nobody putting that time. Nah, yeah, like Nick, you can. I ain't gonna, like I ain't gonna lie. I that even sir, I was looking at all of it. Like, not only was it funny, but it he went like, bro, where did he find that stroll clip? Yeah, nah, he said he googled it. Like he <laughs> <laughs> he googled it. But that's that time. takes time. Yeah, he asked that's me. He was like, yo, let me. He said, send me that time. clip. I sent you, bro. I'm like, but I don't have that clip. He literally Googled this shit. No worries. I found it. Facts. But it's crazy. Like, that's time. Mm-mm-mm. That's, 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 I'm putting in time. And I just think, I'm, I'm just so thankful. Shout out to Nick because he's really bodying, Bro. you know, exactly what we, we needed. Yo, we having needed that people, piece. Like, like, we needed just, that. Like, I know sometimes it might, see, this nigga Urban, this might be yeah, the line already. <laughs> like, <laughs> but having people who, who, who. Nigga say you ain't pick up your cup, I'm putting it down. <laughs> Yo, having people who really invested, like, I can't, I can't talk that about this it. enough. Like, even like, I remember the first time we shot downstairs in, um, in, in the back room and shit, right? Yeah. And like, I didn't see, like, I'm so used to making sure everything yeah. right, because it's like, if I don't make sure shit right, it ain't right, right? Yeah. From, just from my experience. And I remember Kyron, like, just like, I had stepped, I think I stepped off. Mm-hmm. And I came back and shit was just together. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like yo, just having people like that in your like life, bro. Like, man. God is, and it's a blessing that shouldn't be 
overlooked. Taken for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just to let y'all know, Jay was trying to plan something for y'all through the holidays, but y'all oh, know we shit. don't really celebrate yeah, was, holidays. So we yeah, was, was like on a fence, but mm-hmm. we definitely going to plan something for the team because right. it's so important to have um, team outings and show your team you appreciate them. Even if you work in corporate America, you know how hard you put in work for corporations. They don't give That's a fuck real. about y'all. They don't do nothing. But the team and the committee that shows up for y'all and make sure that the team is, you know, getting some type of reward is just amazing. Yes. <laughs> Urban crazy, but yo, even like Alex, though, like you know, it's funny because, like, um, I'm pretty sure y'all probably know by now, right? So it ain't no no secret, but so we we shoot once a month or whatever, yeah. And Alex actually booked the flight because Alex, we was bro. talking about it and we said it, but like, I wasn't, I wasn't as like, yeah, persistent as I usually yeah. be. He had booked the flight. He was like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I already flight. did it. Yeah. And it's crazy because, like, we look at Alex so much like family. Sometimes, I, like, it's not that I forget he's our producer, but that's, like, he's really, like, family. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes that. you not, it's you don't, because, you know, like, family, we overlook each other sometimes. Not overlook, but it's like you are not just our family. You are our producer, and mm-hmm. you show up, and you are so much involved into our show. And it's crazy when I'm, like, explaining to people, like, I record our producer, and I'm like, not, nah, like, bro, like, Alex be Alex is present. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? You don't have to look for him. You can find him. He's here. He's in Atlanta. And that's a big and Alex, deal. I know you got something on the on the board, but this is this is relationship related. You know, it's funny. I had to learn that it's okay for significant others to have family even in the a- absence of you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right? Like cuz I yeah. like, you know, we yeah, broke up and sure. and at one time I didn't like I was jealous like, bro, like you my friend's not supposed to fuck with you. Yeah. And then Tunnel Vision told me something. Mm-hmm. Cass. That's my brother. Yo, like, because it made me mad because, like, mm-hmm. we had got into a little yeah. pickle, whatever, situation. And, but when we talked it out, he told me something. And I'm like, damn. And he was basically like, bro, she became family. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, you can't just turn that off. Mm-hmm. And he said something else. I forgot exactly what he said, but it was mm-hmm. like, yo, she became family and like, you can't just yeah. step away. You remember for me? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, you right. And it was something, I don't know, it was something that hit Tim, home. Because when we got married, Tim was like, oh, you really, you you really, you 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 here for life now. I was like, yeah, I'm one of the bros for sure. Are you cute? He was like, rude dog. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I can say it now. Tim need to go to sleep. <laughs> Why would you say that back, Bruno? It was, it was lit. I was right. Fuck out of here. But no, nah, it's like. Cause I, you know what? I was surprised because I remember when we first started dating, you was like, have you ever dated like, you know, somebody in a fraternity? He was like, yeah, because you know you're not supposed to wear like our. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, here. you technically can do whatever now. Like, you Yeah, can, I know. That's how I was surprised. Not, 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 yeah, yeah. Oh, so he was like, you know, because you're not supposed to wear it. Jay was trying to be real adamant that I never put on one of his cute shirts. Because girls be getting stuff, cute. His jackets, you know. Uh, he, was like, that, he, was like, he was like, yeah, because you know you're not supposed to. I was like, all right. I'm finna go put the bomber on right now. It's <laughs> like a home. Matter of fact, I forgot. I'm finna take a pic of that bitch and drop that shit on Instagram. Yeah. It's I don't think you could do all that. <laughs> I mean, technically, it's not real, that's not even real. But Rue? That's, that's another conversation. Oh, she threw the hooks That's not out. even real. Oh, my God. <laughs> she threw the hooks out. She is funny. I'm a wife. Say. <laughs> oh, I'm a wife to a cute. Say. <laughs> Yo. But now I say I said it to say, like, because sometimes we get so selfish with our friends and our circle so like it's like man these my friends so when you yeah. leave 
you're not supposed to deal with them. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand, like, those relationships are real. You know what I'm saying? And, and it might be hard yeah. to let go, right, in, in, in the midst of breakups. But... I used to be you, so mad when Dami used to be like, yeah, I met Shadi through Jay. I'm like, stop saying that. You're my you fucking did. friend, bro. Yeah, stop playing. <laughs> but it's true. All your friends. Not all my friends. Be Play with if you want. Be for real. Aj. I didn't meet her through you. You did, technically. Aaron. That's my blind brother. Yeah, you wouldn't have met her if, 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 if Aaron was not through you. We did that on our own. She like we did oh that on our own. Gosh. You didn't do that. But Diamond. You met Aaron through say, me. Yes, but And you met Aj through him, through me. No, what happened was Aaron brought Aj to a party that you brought me to me and Aj met our So who own. is through? It's through but me. It's, no, but Diamond, the reason why I say it's not through you, because Aj and I still did that on our own. You literally connected Diamond and I. So you got some, you. some it must be some yak in his wine, man. Might be. Might be. <laughs> but, 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 but my point all is, your friends. Who else? Oh, it ain't no all my friends. Aj. You didn't mean no T, Marie, Stephanie. Come on, my friendships are twelve to twenty years deep. You ain't had no parts in that. Don't play. Okay, don't play with but it. Don't play now, with it. Don't now, play Aj, with it. Aj, okay, fine. It's affiliation through Aaron. Cool. Fine. Diamond, Diamond your yes. closest friends. These are your dogs. No, those are my bitches. I love them a hundo. Oh, it's some, no there's definitely some yak in the wine. Yeah. Because you was... Because I had the O's to the sky. You, at first, you was just... Sleeping. Spiked it with the dusty. Yeah, oh, with the dust? With the, <laughs> with the dust. With the gold crazy. bottle. Niggas gave me some dust. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> we just talked about drugs. We don't do that in here. <laughs> Alice, what we talking about, bro? Nah, man. Uh, I mean, it's... I guess it's on par with what we're talking about. Because uh, we're talking about relationships and friendships, but... I did oh, not even know that. I didn't know the that either. Is being <laughs> that was raised, sneaky. not for real. Like <laughs> freestyle day line, raised in love versus raised on survival. You know what I mean? Mm. And a lot of times, I think, like when we have a survival mentality, you know what I mean? Like we don't take into consideration like friends becoming family and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. It's just like what can help me in this current season versus right. when we're raised in love. So right. just kind of wanted to Hold talk up, about that. Let's. Yeah. Since we doing these phone calls and shit, why not? What the fuck are you calling now? Tunnel. That's why not. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Tonya, you that better pick up. That's my guy. That girl's always trying to call a nigga by his, go- his government. Yo. Like, I'm calling you. Yet. Yo, you in the club? Yo. You in the club? No. She's watching the game. Can you turn the music down for a second? I want to step outside? Yeah, can you step outside? <laughs> like, God damn. All right, all right, all right. He was in town town. <laughs> <laughs> he a real friend, though. Step outside. I'm outside. What are you doing? What are you calling? You know the Ravens in the playoffs, bro. What's up, bro? Yo, so look, you on the you on the uh, Gemini Scorpio podcast right now, right? So first of all, oh, shout out to Alex because he he wanted to use your uh your topic. And, 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 What's up, bro? and I was wondering, like, what was you thinking when you made this tweet? Uh, I I don't know. I would have started messing with somebody that lived outside of Baltimore, and it just was a different experience. Mm. Uh, well, you got to they, they didn't grow up how we grew up. You know what I mean? Why like you dating, dating. Uh, not really. What's her name? <laughs> Jen- no, don't, don't do that. Don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer. Don't answer that. You have guys. the right to remain silent. Y'all gotta send me some paperwork before you use this. <laughs> <laughs> he need the NDA. So no, no, no. So okay. So what was you thinking? No, I was just saying that her experience growing up was different. I think um, we grew up in a lot of struggle situations and. Probably a lot more trauma than they did, and you can feel it. It's like mm. you don't know if it's genuine or not. That people just naturally want you to do good and naturally like you. That should be weird. 
That's cra- that's real though. <laughs> like that's crazy. crazy. That's real. Damn. Wow. Like you don't want nothing from me. Like you don't, you don't have a motive. Mm. Wow. Damn. That's crazy. Mm. Now, I mean, so you went viral. You missed the viral now. Like it's lit. They posting you on Black Love and shit. Like you, you feel like a celebrity now. You done. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a celebrity because my friend Jay here. I'll be talking to you. Like, you know my brother? I talk to you later, bro. Thank you for answering, bro. I love you, bro. <laughs> Go to hell, man. <laughs> no, that's my dog, man. That's my um. Yeah, we love. That's him. like my real brother, man, for real. But sure. yo, that's crazy that he nah, said that. That's though. crazy. Nah, for real. That's crazy. But I can relate to that. Yeah, like I can relate to. You that don't want to inform me, huh? You don't want to inform me. Yeah. yeah. Sheesh, that's yeah. a different level of like um, PTSD. Nah, for real. Mm. For real. Let's talk about it though. I mean, yeah. do you feel like growing up you were raised on love or survival? I mean, I know I was raised on survival. Mm. For sure. 100%. I was raised on survival for the simple fact that it was the best that I could do and the only thing I could do. Yeah, mm. like literally. Literally. It right? wasn't even an option. Like, you know how sometimes you got an option. Then you some people raise in love, but they won't go outside. They won't go see the other side of living. You know, be new, new, go to the hood and do it. Like no, it was no option. Mm-hmm. I, I I got to do this. So you, you know, um, the crazy thing about it was, do you think we could really love if we didn't see the opposite of like if we didn't see that though, right? If we didn't see survival, could we really love? From a a a source of like pureness, hmm. if we didn't see the opposite side, because now I know how I don't want to be loved. I know right. how I don't want to love. Mm-hmm. I know how I want to move in love, right? Because <laughs> I saw the opposite of that, and I know that's not right. So, I agree with you because that's me. Like I know I seen one side, and I knew that I didn't want my kids to grow like that. I didn't want that from you know myself going forward in my relationship. But what I will say is. You know, I, I too have dated in this terms of what Cass is saying, uh, somebody coming from a loving family, two household. You know what I'm saying? I actually dated two people that was the same situation. And then so I've only had a, a very small amount of relationships mm-hmm. in my life. So it's kind of even. It's two and two. You know what I'm trying to say? And I had two that had two family homes, came out of love, and I had two that didn't. There is a different. The two as, that came out of. And who else? I don't want to say no. I don't. We ain't say no names. I mean, I all right. Well, oh, okay. Two fam, two parent household. Mm-hmm. I thought that was good. just like your friend, like your forever fling. Oh shit! Oh my bad. <laughs> I put you on the spot. spot? I'm, bad. I'm sorry. I paused. No, you didn't put me on the spot. No, not word. You got that friend. We can't. Buy, we about to no. fake. Like we got that no. friend that like they always gonna be there. When we pick not up. that because we. But that's what I'm saying. Because really, just. Fucked with me. Mm. That that you know, out of respect of our relationship, but that would be my friend forever because they just want to see me do. What, that's what I'm saying. Even like same way, right? Maybe not, but I feel oh. like he always gonna want that. I mean, all my exes would spend the block if we be in technical. Just I mean, I don't really know like, like that, it, but I feel like he would. He would. He probably I could, no, but no, they're respectful. I could trust him in a room with you by yourself. I never met this man. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I could trust him. Oh my god. It's the same across the board, honestly. That's pretty good. But because they've been 
raised in love, though. There was a difference, like, and, I, and I'll tell you, and the reason why I brought this up, because it's crazy. I, I wanted to have this conversation with you before, just, like, on a nuance of the conversation on the podcast. So it's crazy that we talked about this. Because, like, although, you know, we're married and we mm-hmm. have a successful relationship where we've overcome tons of things and we've really grown from that. And I think that's so beautiful. And, I, and I'm so thankful for that. I will say also, though, like, I, like I, I used to look at things like, damn, like, when I was trying to assess, like, me mm-hmm. and how I react and I do things and I was trying to figure out what I need and what I didn't need, right? So what I will say is both of those relationships obviously weren't successful. They didn't lend, end in marriage. So, yeah, I was still young. You know, we were young or whatever. But what I will say, there was something that, like, there was differences that I noted about it. Because, like I said, I only had four serious anything out of my whole life, mm-hmm. right? Two with two-parent households. Raised in love, parents do very well, really set them up, love them, moms that really, dads that really show up, like the whole shebang, right? And then I had two that, you know, are like me. Like we have a strange relationship with our parents a little bit. We come from like really hard upbringings and stuff. And it was a difference in, for example, both of them have seen their dad love their mom. Mm -hmm. So they understood women a little differently. It didn't take a long time for, I didn't really have to say a lot about how I felt and why I felt that way. You get what I'm trying to say? Because they kind of understood it because they watched their dad deal with it with their mom and they understood how to address it head on. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, You know, versus like, you know, the other side, you know, you have to do a lot of like explaining and why, why women are like this, why you're acting like this and you have to kind of over explain it. Mm. And I feel like, you know, obviously it worked out for us, but I do understand that sometimes for some women... They don't want to go through the expl- explanation part. You know what I'm trying to say? Now, me, I didn't mind that. It was a harder road, but I had got a bigger reward in the end. So it didn't really make me any difference. But I can understand how looking at it is like, damn, like, you know, sometimes when you already see love, you already know how to address love versus trying to learn love. And you have to take the, all the journeys to get there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So some for some people, they want to skip that process. For some people, they find somebody that they're okay with willing to go with that journey on. But the people who haven't found that person yet, they like, damn, do I really want to do that? You know what I'm trying to say? Because you, they might have not found the person that's worth, you know, going over those roadblocks, going over those hills with, you know, to, to get there, you know what I'm saying? So they still in that stage before they get their person. So they like, damn, I'd rather somebody who just get it. But like for both sides, of course, there's their pros and cons because the, it's crazy because what Cass said, you know, I, I there was times I felt like, bro, we just don't relate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not from that background. And I, and I get that you're very close with your family, but they shouldn't be all up in our business. Or I get that, like, this is what y'all do every holiday or whatever, but I want to build my own traditions. Or I get that, like, you know, you, these people are the closest to you, but when are we going to be able to build our bond without them? Like, it's so many different pros and cons to both sides. You know what I mean? And I, you know, I'm, I'm like, kudos to those who were built on love because you didn't have to, you know, work to figure out what love was. But I do feel like with everybody, like, and and just like in the Bible, we talked about just sometimes endurance does build a level of character Mm. when you do have to go through some things where I felt like they did not understand certain things that I had to went through of what built my character of why I do things a certain way because it came with a level of what you call, like, naiveness. Mm. You know what I mean? Or, um, like... I don't know. Like, just it just was a way of looking through certain lenses that we didn't look through the same lens. You know, it's funny. I think, like, you know, it's like per- 
perfect person, wrong time. Okay. Like that. Yeah. I think that makes sense and and that's totally the real because I feel like I met you in a space where it was probably one of the times that you wasn't used to. Like just from the stories that I hear mm-hmm. from, and your friends, like they confirmed mm-hmm. this, right? And I feel like that put you in a space where we kinda was it's my just bear with me, right? I'm mm-hmm. trying to be intentional, but I think that puts you in a space where you might have been leaning on me more than you would have did in any any other space in your life. Mm. And that created a bond and a friendship that if you wasn't in that that space at that moment, we probably wouldn't have even got to. Mm. Cause it's like, yeah, nah. If that am I making sense? No, I, I'm fine. So like so so for so I can mm. see like if you're a younger person, like you've been lit. Like, yeah. right? So it's like, I don't gotta go through that with right. you know what I'm saying? But I think what happened was it created a bond that made us tighter than ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a yeah. big like I'm I'm yeah. big on like, bro, like Well, I I mean, for me though, a lot of it too was like I did feel like I found somebody who could relate because like, okay, when I met Jay, Jay was working in a group home. I'm a foster kid. Mm. I was in a group home before I was in a foster home. And that was the first, I was like, oh, what? like I was like. I feel bad because I finesse you because I was just, that was just a nine to five for me. No, I get I'm it. Joking, I'm joking. No, I mean, it was. I'm but, not, but I get it. But it still was. <laughs> Alex, get your friend. She said it so like he worked in a no, group home. He cared about these kids. Oh my god, he's so I nice. Didn't, I didn't say like that, but Meanwhile, what I did, they no, had me the I, most. Listen, I had to do. No, I'm joking. I know. Uh, no, 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 you I'm meant joking. it, but no, it's not that. It was more so. It felt like that. It wasn't the job. It was more so you could understand my space then, mm. because it, whether you it was a nine to five or not, you still get to witness. <clears throat> you know, a certain level of being and what's going on. So, therefore, if I tell you that, then you like, oh, well, I see firsthand. Yeah, facts. What it was bad. these kids going through or gone through or what I had to deal with, et cetera. So, I was like, damn, like, like I said, contrary to the other side, upbringing was love. Great people overall. They can't great really, people. They can't even relate. But they though. can't, they don't even know what that they looks like. They can't even fathom. Like. They yeah, can't yeah. fathom that. Yeah. They don't know what that looks like. You can try so, to be empathetic, but you, you really can try can't, to be empathetic, yeah, but yeah. unless you've been there, seen it, even if it's you wasn't in the shoes, yeah, yeah. if you wasn't seen it, it's a different response. You get what I'm trying to say? So with that being said, like I was just like, damn, so you may get you you may more so get my thought process a little differently. You know what I'm trying to say? And when I was like, okay, that's dope. But then on top of that, you still had your own hardships that you had to overcome as a kid. Mm. So I was like, Okay, you can my you relate it to me differently because you understand being a child and having to survive. You know what like, that you know sounds like, though. What trauma bonding? Mm-hmm. It could, it could, or it could just be what it is. No, you know what I'm I, trying to say no. It could, but or it could I'm just not be what it for is. me. It's not. Yeah. A, like no, I get it. Whatever it is, like it is what it is. Yeah, yeah and I love like I love you. No, like that's the thing about me. I feel like I was just saying it's like I think I'm a realist. I can say things for what it is, but understand where we are. That makes sense, right? Like it could be trauma bonding. We could have fell in love off yeah. the, the most negative yeah. shit, but we're here, right. right? And 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 I love you for who you are. Why we right, here? Right, right. It don't matter yeah. how we got here. You know what I'm saying? But I, 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 I say all that to say. It sounds like it was trauma bonding, but a lot of times we do build connections off of things we can bond with, and and, and a lot of that can be trauma sometimes. Mm-hmm. But 
But I was going to ask you, like, is that necessarily a negative thing because it's Great something question. that you're mm-hmm. relating on? You know, right. like, if it's something that you you feel seen, like, if there's something that was buried in you and you felt like you could never talk about it, but then you finally find somebody that you can relate to, is that necessarily a negative thing? That's a great question, only because two things can coexist. Mm-hmm. It can be negative and it can be great, right? If... If these things are making you stay in toxic situations, it's negative, right? Yeah. I love you and I want to stay here because you can relate. And I, I feel like I can only find somebody like you know, mm-hmm. right? That's 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 negative. Mm-hmm. But in our case, we were able to grow together. Mm-hmm. So even if it was trauma bonding, right? It started there. Yeah. That wasn't the premise of our relationship, right? Like we we grew so we grew because of our heart. We grew so much, right? And I think on the surface, if you say trauma bonding, of course it's negative, right? Yeah. But if you look deeper into it, we talk about the 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 the, the um the gray area yeah. all the time, and I think that's a gray area in it. So like, yeah, we connected through trauma, but through that, we was able to grow. It's so it's it's the opposite. So many other times where you connect through trauma and you only stand because they can relate to me, and I just feel like I only have a space right here, and it's like, eh, well, that's, that's not. What I was gonna say, I feel like I'm not sure the direct definition of trauma bonding. But when Let's it look is, it up. yeah, it's, look it up. yeah, Alex is doing it, and I, I do feel like because it's perceived as a negative notion, I feel like it's negative if we're both trauma trauma bonding, but we're using our trauma as a crutch. Mm. But I feel like, like you said, we grew so much through that. Like we didn't use it as a crutch. We understood that we wanted to be better. We wanted to grow. We wanted to not be a product of the environment mm-hmm. that we grew in. So to me, that's why I said I don't personally look at trauma bonding if it is a negative effect because I do feel like. We used what we knew to come up out of what we've been through. And Facts. I think that's that's more just us being able to relate, you know? So the definition, this is from Sandstone Care. It says a trauma bond is an attachment that develops from a cycle of physical or emotional trauma followed by positive reinforcement. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah, actually, yes. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so it's the positive, positive to it. reinforcement was... The understanding, if, if I'm if I'm connected, right? Like so, yeah. <clears throat> the the mental or physical came from your past, mm-hmm. not our past, right? Mm-hmm. You were saw something in me, mm-hmm. and the positive that came from it was the affirmations, the the conf, the confirmations, yeah. right? Oh, he can relate. Yeah. If I'm if I'm getting it right, so it definitely was trauma bonding. But again, that wasn't the premise of our relationship, yes. though. Right. Like, yeah, for me, it wasn't to me, it wasn't the trauma. I I think I just like I knew that, you know, when you come at a certain point, like kind of what Cass says is like, you know, we self-sabotage ourselves as humans a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Right. And although like those situations had a lot of good in it, that could have been good for me. It just it didn't take away that need to be able to feel like somebody related to me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that and that's what I think he's really getting at is like sometimes like. It's like, not that I need you to want something from me, but I need you to understand where I come from. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Understand and see. You know, I don't think you need to self-sabotage, but I think like if it was the situation was the exact same way, but I felt like understood in where I come from, it might have been different. But I feel like when you, and, and to me, that's not self-sabotaging. That's more so like, I still don't feel like you understand me. You get what I'm trying to say? But- because the situation more is like, now y'all are raised in survival and that's fine, but I just feel like I don't understand 
me. Like, you know what I'm saying? My upbringing, how I am. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it was all the, through all the positives, I think the deep rooted thing for a lot of humans, we just want to be understood. Mm -hmm. We want to be seen. We want to relate. We want to understand. You know what I'm trying to say? So all the positive that still was enforced in y'all due to be being raised in love and y'all never raised your voice at me. Like there's a lot of pros to it. Don't get me wrong. But my desire was to be seen, mm-hmm. understood. And that's what that comes with again when we talk about timing though, right? Yeah. Because <clears throat> as great as those guys were, I'm, I'm sure, yeah. right? And I mean, I met yeah. dope dude. I think it still was a time that we all are growing. Yeah. So he, or they probably didn't even know how to see you. Like right. sometimes, like like a great friend of mine, Marcus, right? Morning after like. Like he's such a disciplined person when it comes like making a bag, and and this is something I talk to him all the time because he be trying to tell his fam and his friends and people like, bro, you gotta do this, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yo, it's a way you gotta connect to them. Yep. They don't understand it how you understand it. Yep. But all he want is the positive. He just like, bro, I know you can get it like this, yeah. but sometimes it's like a church kid. Yeah. The more you push on somebody, yeah. the more they pull away. Exactly. Right. So like going back to the relationships, it's like. All they know is how love's supposed to be. Yeah. So they probably just trying to push because they yeah. seen it work yep. when in that moment it wasn't right. And that's right. not bad. It just was bad timing because yeah. they didn't grow to a point to see that I have to talk different right. to different people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and, and, it, and it's cool because, like I said, we were young. Like, you know, and everything mapped out perfectly how it was yeah. supposed to. And, you know, you can't put that much pressure on anybody, kid, me, them, or whatever. Yeah. It just is what it is. Like, but what I will say is, you know, just touching back on like being raised in love and raised in survival, there is differences on how we do a lot of things though. Like, you know, like I did say like, um, and, and don't take this the wrong way, but I've said this before um, in conversation with like my good girlfriends. I feel like the men that I dated that was raised in love, like when I say like they never raised their voice at me, mm. like ever, mm. like not to yell. And I, and I, and I, and, and it was crazy because I thought about it because of course you raised your voice at me before. Not like, you know, we're we're human. But you ain't got to... No, uh, you, you know good. what I'm saying? But I'm like, fine. not just you. Like like I said, I had two and two. These two never... Like, I mean, never even flinched their voice at me. These two had to. You know what I'm saying? But I also know that I'm a hothead. We talked about that last episode. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy just the reactions. But we are all acting out of what we are normalized of seeing. You get what I'm trying to say? Which made me think of why I even chose to changed so much about myself because I wasn't raised in love. I was raised in environments that had a lot of turmoil, a lot of violence, a lot of things. Both my parents were in jail. All these things were like, so it was prone to me to do these things, just like it's prone to other people to react and do these things the same way. You get what I'm trying to say? So there is differences and I don't fault either side, but it was crazy. Like they never raised their voice. They were very respectful of just my womanhood because they did get to see their mm-hmm. mom love their woman and how they deal with the woman. They it was just it was a difference in action mm. more so towards my femininity. But like I said, when you do come from survival and you've not receive so much of love. You don't know how to even accept it. I don't even know how to accept that because and, and you don't even know how to young, see it. I don't even know how to see it or yeah, yeah. Or, or appreciate it. Because mm-hmm. like at that time like it's crazy because even like the cast is like, um what you mean you don't know what one for me. For me it was like, what you ain't what you mean you're not about to argue back with me? You get what I'm trying to say what you mean you're not you're not moved by 
what I'm saying. My, what I'm saying. My passion and my voice. Like I'm saying, like you better hear me. You like okay, like it's cool. And I said that like that's I feel like we, we, we see conflict as confirmation of love that you love me exactly <laughs> like, you, yeah. you're not arguing with me you don't love me you mm -hmm. know what i'm trying to say and so much pe so many people have grown up like that and you know what i mean and it's not their fault but it is our duty to fix it and you know at the end of the day i'm, I'm super happy that you know as i got older i got to see so much of myself through different people because that's the whole point of dating right you date people you see things you want you don't want you see things about yourself you fix you mirror you do all these things and you fix it and as i got to be an adult i understood like okay the whole time i was just being me and from my i was really just a product of my environment now i'm older i want to fix who i am despite my environment you mm -hmm. know what i mean so <clears throat> I don't think it's a bad. I think um I don't. That's why I, say, I don't take none. I don't take nothing. Yeah. None of that, like as an insult or nothing, mm -hmm. because I feel like if anything, it's kind of like the example we talk about men. They date women and money. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. a nigga got a lot of money. Him giving you a little ten thousand dollars ain't nothing. Mm -hmm. Got millions. That shit ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? But if mm -hmm. I ain't got nothing, I scrape. I get it up to give it to you. That means a lot. Mm -hmm. Same way, like we need guys like that because it's a shame mm -hmm. that those guys. They say good guys finish last, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's unfortunate, but that's the same thing we going through in everyday life. Like, think about it, you got kids out here who get made fun of because they ain't from the hood. That shit is stupid. We work hard for our kids stupid. not to be in the hood. In the hood. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just for them to grow up and kids be like, you ain't good. got nothing. You don't yeah, know nothing. Yeah. You don't know no struggle. Like, you should be you should be standing tall. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I say the same same thing about men, right? You men, like you want out, we want our kids to be raised in two-parent households. But then when you raise in a two-parent household, yeah. you you have men that talk to you. Cause like even like me, when I have Talk to my friends, bro. Let her. You don't have to respond. Mm -hmm. Let her have her emotions, right? And then when you when you really walk in that, sometimes a girl act out for a response, and when you don't give her a response because you respect her femininity or her mm -hmm. her, her womanhood, is like you, now you like, don't you feel up. You get what I'm saying? So like, I don't take it wrong because like, bro, salute to them, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm trying to yeah, get and to that. And to this day, they're they're really good people. Like not even romantic, but they're just good sure. people. But but that's why I say I get. But that, going back to the guy, the money thing, I made that analogy because mm -hmm. for me, I wasn't raised in a two parent household, right? Mm -hmm. So when I'm changing my behavior, it should show the yeah. love that I do have, have because agreed. I'm not used to that, agreed. right? So now, like I'm even now, like that. I'm not perfect at it, but now when when we having conversations, like I see you upset, yeah. like it's cool. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't even gotta go agreed. through that if you. And, and I, but me? I do feel, you know, I do feel, what it did do, though, I do feel bad because, like I said, what it did is reflect a lot on me. I was like, damn. Like, I feel bad that we did not get that, though, in a sense, because I do feel like, like you said, like, the way we react has been such so detrimental to us in so many areas of mm -hmm. our lives, whether it be with jobs, friends. Like, it, it, it caused some turmoil. But had we learned just some emotional discipline, it would have benefited us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's Because we know it now, but we had to learn that, and we had to learn it the hard way. You know what I'm saying? So it's no knock at nobody because I still – it's a sympathy because I'm you. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I feel bad that that had to come to that, and it's like – you know, there was times I may have made you feel like, you know what I'm saying, woo-woo, because you didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we literally are just a product of our parents, our environment, and it's not nobody's fault. And how you and how you are raised is going to yeah. show. And, and outside yep. of just, outside of intimate relationships, right? I lost mm -hmm. my dream job because I was emotionally un, yeah. undisciplined, yeah. right? Because I didn't understand how to 
see something and not react and walk away. I wasn't disciplined in that in that, in that moment. But I kind of wanted to, why you are describing it, because I would say mm-hmm. of everybody in this room, I can't speak for, well, I can't mm-hmm. speak for everybody, but a majority of us were, were raised on survival, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I could say that for myself specifically. Um, do you think in raising children, though, does it do a disservice to them a little bit if you just raise them solely on love? And Because I would say looking at it, from everything that you described, yes, it was it was hard to find love, and I mean not hard to find love. We grew into it, but from a practical standpoint, for what the world is and how the world mm-hmm. is, like mm-hmm. to a lot of children and things of that nature, I would say it prepared me though right. mm. on to to go through a lot of stuff yeah. to be resilient to keep right. on showing up. Whereas I feel like a lot of people that were raised in love, sometimes yeah. when things get tough, yeah, they're crushed by the pressure of life. Right. So. Should there be a balance or we just had this conversation or something along the sides because um so what I feel like if you ask me, like no, I'm giving my child a silver spoon. A hundred percent. All the love. But that's exactly what I think that the opposite parent is for. Mm. So like and what I mean by that is, you know, me and Jay just had a conversation on just like, you know, me, I'm more of the talkative parent. Like I'm gonna talk you through it. Like I like I I want to understand. I want you to understand why this is wrong. Da 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 da, etc. Jay is more the parent. Like I said, what I said. Maya, I said what I what said. Time, yeah, I do heavily think they need both. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. I do feel like Jay and I are coming from the same upbringing, and we're still giving to a different approaches. Now. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. And it simply is it's beautiful that way because I feel like you get the side that I don't want you to feel what I felt, but you also get the other side where you need to feel some things because the world is not a sweet place for you. So you have to have the discipline. You have to have these things. And we had the conversation of just, you know, we have daughters, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I know women are delicate and I know that women need their fathers also to be a little soft with them, you know, sometimes or let them know that you got daddy wrapped around your little finger a bit. But I also know that they also need that tone and that that base. And I didn't grow up with my father enough, but me and my father still I fuck with my dad. I just didn't grow up with him. My dad was in jail majority of my life. But even when I talk to him, I'm still a little girl and his tone still matters. Like, you know, what I'm saying and. If I did grow up with him throughout my life, it would have probably mattered. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, sometimes, like, the same way. Like, I was in church, and my church sister was like, you got to fear God. You have to. Because if you don't, mm -hmm. you're going to do whatever you want to do. It's the same thing with your parents a little bit. You should fear your dad. So, (laughs) next part. A little bit. You should. Go ahead. The thing, I learned this from uh, Shadi and Amaya. And it's like, it's probably like, the most frustrating frustrating thing as a parent, and I haven't got there with Alani yet, but um, the scariest thing about being a parent is bro, you can do everything perfect and your child is still going to be the person they want to be, yeah. they decide to be. Amen. And, um, you know, uh, I don't know, man, I think, um, I think, uh, the uh, that's the scariest thing about being a parent, mm-hmm. but you gotta be okay with them making their decision. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the hardest thing about being a parent because, like, 
Like we, I know we doing our best with Amaya, right? But it's gonna be a time where Amaya is gonna choose to be who Amaya wants to be, and being okay with that because they have to learn for themselves. And that's the scariest part because it's like, man. As a parent, you don't want them to have yeah. to go through certain things and yeah. see the world for what it yeah. is. Yeah, like you don't want but them. But you have to, to let them. Yeah, and it's like just knowing that you gotta accept it because it's like, man. I can tell you not to do this. I can tell you mm-hmm. not to do that. But you're gonna have to do what you want to do, and you're gonna have to see it because that's how you're gonna grow. Because mm-hmm. even like yeah. that's why I was talking about. I be saying I always bring up John Morant, mm-hmm. right? Because it's unfortunate that we say like eighteen and twenty one is grown. But I ain't learned a lot of my mistakes until I was 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. I ain't really learned until I was like 24. You get what I'm I'm saying? So it's like, bro. Okay. And because that's that's when it really hits you and like you know that I have to make decisions for me Mm -hmm. because I am grown. Mm -hmm. And that's when you start learning. Mm -hmm. And that's the same with our kids. It's like, yo, we can, I can raise you through struggle. Or silver spoon. It doesn't matter. I can teach you how to how to manage your money, and yeah, you will have those qualities in you for sure. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you got to make the decision gonna, for yourself. You gonna make some. You gonna have some bumps in the road, like. And to answer your question, I don't really think it matters. Is what I think yeah. they say is too. Like at the end of the day, you you still came here to be your own person, and we knew. Like for example, even when I was younger, I used to go to church by myself. Mm, same, I did too. You get what I'm trying to say. That wasn't nobody's decision. I just wanted to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like that was that's something to be rewarded for. What I'm saying is no matter I made my own decisions to certain things that I wanted to do. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? I also smoke by myself. Ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? I've also, you know what I'm saying? All my decisions I made on my own. So what I will say is, and I I mean Jay talked about this that like I do feel like I do have enough confidence that I we embed good qualities into Amaya enough that even after she make her mistakes, she's going to hear our voice. And I think mm-hmm. that's most important. Mm-hmm. Pouring into your child so that they know, I heard this before. So when they make the mistake, it's like, damn, I remember when my mom and dad said that. Yep. And I got that, 100%. Yep. And, that, and, and I think yep. that's important because you can't stop the mistake, but you can stop the change behavior after if they can... You know what? They said this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I ain't even finna do this again because now look at it. it because happened. what happened is like, yeah. it's funny. I talked to Jay about this. Shout out to my girl Jay, bro. And um, and baby Jay. And, and what happened was like I was talking about uh, networking. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, I hate networking. Because like you go out, you get a nigga number, you hit him to do the interview and they, they ignore you, right? But what happened is it's, been, it's seeds being planted. Mm-hmm. Just like with parenting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I might say, yo, don't touch the stove because it's hot. And you might not listen, but that's a seed being planted, mm-hmm. right? So then you gonna mm-hmm. you gonna go up there. You might touch it. And it's hot. Damn, Damn, my dad did say the fucking. I, I don't gotta do it again because it was already told. I did it. I don't need to know it again. Yep. What I will say about Jay and I, like what we do, like we keep it raw with Amaya. We tell her shit. We give it. So even if she decides to go make the mistake, one of us is gonna be that. I told you that would happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that you said that. Well, two things that you said about mm-hmm. like planting those seeds. It reminds me of Proverbs 22, verse 6, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where it says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And he, when he is old, he will never depart from it. Right? Never mm-hmm. depart like, from it. They'll have that. Yeah, I know for sure with my mother. Certain yeah. things that she would say, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Like, I remember that. But when you just said being raw mm-hmm. um, and being honest, that's that's my niece 
didn't grow up with her father. Her father mm-hmm. was like locked up most of her mm-hmm. life. So I served as kind of like a father for her, yeah. even though we're six years apart. And that was the biggest thing that I think kept us so close. Was yeah. like, I was always, re- it was from a position of love. Yes. But I would say that it was love, but from a position of survival at the same time. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm loving you, me. but then like, I'm, I'm keeping real with you because if I don't, yep. you're going to yep. learn this on your you own. You're going to learn it. So yep. that's why I was kind of like wrestling with the one or the other, because I don't think necessarily it's fair to strip them of the realness of this world because you, Can't. regardless, like you just said, yep. you're going to face it. You're going to face it. It's going to be one on. day when you step out on into this world and if I don't, if I try to shelter you, yeah. we always talk about those sheltered mm-hmm. kids. Again, when they run into it, it's like they either go wild, they mm-hmm. get crushed by it, and then like. Mm-hmm. So I think as we continue to grow, that that there is that intersectionality that can happen. So for me, like you know, I used to always say, I like I was raised by the wolves. Mm-hmm. Like my parents didn't teach me nothing. Mm-hmm. Not to say like that. No, I've forgotten some wise words through my parents, but because my parents were locked up, like at really really important years, there was a lot of things I had to learn on my own. Mm-hmm. By myself, like shit, like it's just conversations, especially that you just have to have. Like, for example, like I was talking, like some real shit. Like, I was talking to my close friend, she got boys. Like, we were talking about how it's important to talk to your sons about like masturbation, mm. sexual control mm. really early on. Because she was telling me that her son, super young, like he already super young, probably like four, he already knows the experience of his penis mm. and gets on the floor, like rolls around. You know, or just like, you know, touches itself. Like, it's crazy. Like, or even like for me, like nobody ever taught me about nothing about my period. Like mm. nothing. I woke up one day, I had my period. I had to figure that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Due to having to go through that through survival, I had to be super like on cue with everything with Amaya. Because I know the disadvantages of not having somebody to tell you things and to hit you. And you're like, what the fuck do I do? It's mm-hmm. scary. It's overwhelming. It makes you feel like you want you're you're embarrassed because you don't know if am I supposed to be going through this that nobody told me which is why like I just don't shy away from having the realest of conversations with my daughter and I think the same thing for little boys across the board just in general when it comes to how we were raised because I went through it through survival I just don't want my daughter to ever feel alone or that things she may be thinking are abnormal so due to that I have to tell her like hey when I was younger hey this da da da, or you may be thinking this, or whatever. And sometimes I know I might probably like, Mom, what are you talking about now? But I just throw it out there because she may not have thought it yet. But one day she's gonna be like, Damn, my mom did say that. I thought about you know what I'm I saying? Think, like, I, I think yeah. it's important to have both. Like, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it because <clears throat> one thing I can say is my mom, like, my mom set the foundation mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, she gave me. Lessons that even to this day hit. I mean, Kenny Rogers, no one to hold, one to fold, no one to walk away, right? I didn't understand that mm-hmm. then, but it's planting nuggets. Mm-hmm. So she gave me, when it come to God, like I'm able to go to our newfound church and be open because I already had that foundation mm-hmm. set. And what I will say is I think the next generation, and I don't know if this has been said before, but will be the best generation because you have parents who yep. have both mm-hmm. success but come from the struggle. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now you got a combination of both. both. My mom, we yep. never had success and money, but yep. I was she 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 embedded in me yep. character mm-hmm. from day one. Mm-hmm. Never make a decision that you can't deal with the uh, worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. If you go into anything, she's telling me like, if you decide yep. to steal, I ain't mad at you. Mm-hmm. But if whatever the the worst case scenario from stealing is, is if it's ten years in jail, and if it's mm-hmm. petty. 
If you're willing to deal with the worst case scenario from it, you live with it. That's character. Mm -hmm. And I feel like if we can give that with mm -hmm. financial advice, yep. uh, advice on having good credit and money, that's the perfect blend. And if you decide to do something, then that's just on you. It's crazy because, like, I didn't get those lessons. Like, like I said, my, you know, I come from a Caribbean family. I don't know if, uh, you know, who can relate to this or not. But I feel like with Caribbeans, like, they shy a lot away from a lot of conversations because, like, contrary to what people think, like, Americans had a certain level of struggle, but Caribbean third world countries that are like the poorest third world countries, they had a next level black American struggle. Mm -hmm. My my family comes from like real, real, you know, like not to say take away from black Americans because like, you know, we come here, we do the same thing. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying before they came here and experienced American poverty, they experienced Caribbean third world country poor poverty. Mm -hmm. And it's a different level of black American poverty. And what I mean by that is due to all they've been through, their their PTSD is real, 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 real bad. Yeah. So they shy away from conversations with their kids because they don't even want to relive it. Mm. And it was something that I noticed about my mother really early on. Like, you know what I'm saying? My mom been through some stuff. And like, and that's why, like, although she didn't have the conversations, I was able to see through things she's been through, like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, she's been through some stuff. So she was so scared to have certain conversations with me because she just didn't even want to relive some of the things she's been through. But because of that, I made tons of mistakes on my own. Mm. Tons of mistakes, tons of character mistakes on my own that I had to learn like, nah, like you you have to do this to this character. Or I learned things the hard way or the, feeling embarrassed or feeling like I've done things wrong or I just did things wrong to know, like, no, nah, that's not proper character. You have to do that. All that to say is, whether it came from your parents or your grandparents or your parents, mm. that's ancestry. Either way, you have to take it and you do have to give it to the next generation so that they just know, like you said, those same characteristics or those same, this, this is what build character. This is what separates character. This is what what's going to make you the best you possible, you know, and things like that. So, you know, I'm really fortunate, you know, for our kids because I do feel like, of course, they're going to make mistakes as we are humans and we bound to, but I'm really confident in the ple the seeds that we plant, mm -hmm. like, continuously. Yes. Nah, yeah, facts. Nah, okay. That was, you just bodied that because you just made me think about my parents. For real, for yeah, real. like, like, like and, and I hate to say it like that because I don't like to separate the Caribbean culture from black Americans because we, you know, we all black Americans and nah, when you come, right. but there is a level and I, I see, you know, it's crazy. Cameron just did this. Yeah, right? I'm saying because we're not yeah. all Amer black Americans. So Cameron like, right. just made a comment and was like, he don't consider himself African, African American. Yeah. He considers himself black American because at the end of the day, when it comes to national sports, they don't consider them black American. They be like, that's an African, that's black American, et cetera. And he was like, he has never been to Africa. He only has been in black America and he has experienced America as a black man. You know what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say? And then you have African Americans who has experienced Africa as an African American in their culture. Yeah. It really is a difference. You gotta, I mean, listen. It, 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 respectfully, when it you grow is up, a You know better, you do better, bro. Like, I thought I yeah. had it hard and you grew up and you have just some understanding around the yeah. world man you ain't seen nothing these motherfuckers is in Africa and Ghana bro. like bro they like they got the third world they talking about you different you're you're it's like your politics is really corrupt yeah like your government is corrupt exactly. like we ain't seen none of that mm. like we no y'all American have, no y'all have seen corrupt eh, politics but not like not like, like niggas just be like you got 
Mm. Police, like we talking about police yeah. brutality. You is different. Like niggas yeah. is really running down on you, robbing you, like on some real, like it's bad. It's bad. You and, know what I'm saying? Like having parents that come from that and just understanding. Like I think that's why, for me, I understand. Like both, like I understand such high levels of struggle is insane, and um, you know, a lot of Caribbean. Spanish, his like Hispanics, Haitian, Caribbean. We our parents have been through so much, and not that any Black American parent hasn't, but the level of Prom- privilege yeah. that they have had in life is 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 sad. It's it's very very sad. And when they come here and they try their best, they really come in here for a brand new life. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? And it's crazy. You get to America and you really see like, damn, it ain't really no brand new life. You just, you get a step close, you know, you get a step up, but it, it's, it's really, you know, all the same shit. So, you know, it's interesting yeah. that you're talking about that uh, because one of the biggest things that my uh, family, my mother in particular would always talk about is like friends. You don't need friends to stand in the, in oh the third. Gosh. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's like a Caribbean thing. My mom yeah, has preached it to me. From a, but, but from a position of survival, um, I think that's why they they, mm-hmm. they reached that conclusion. So taking it outside of the scope of relationships and things of that nature, when it comes to community mm-hmm. and we're talking about being raised in survival mm-hmm. versus raised in love, I would say most of the people that I, I, I have befriended were raised in survival. And they're yeah. like, we relate to each other. Yep. We're go-getters in, in yeah. Uh, so much and so forth, but we genuinely have that love. Yeah. So how do we build that community and vet? Like, who I, do we keep around it's so us? Crazy based you say that. I feel like that's so why it's so hard for me to. It, it's so hard for me to understand community, and I'm just learning yeah. it as a grown adult because, like, my mom did the same thing. Like, and but it comes from a level of just, you know, when you in this black Americans can't attest to this. When you in poverty. Everybody robbing, stealing, and trying to get something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? When you're in third world country, it's that times 10. You know what I'm saying? You can't trust nobody. Like, everybody is out for themselves. They will throw you under the bus. They will get steal what you got. They will do these things to you regardless. You know what I'm trying to say? And my mom has embedded that in me for a long time. So what happened is when I started to see my own levels of, like, betrayal and things like that, I was like, oh, just what my mama was saying. Those mm. were the plant seeds she planted. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? But I also had to understand that I'm not my mom. Like, I did not grow up in third world country, Jamaica, live this way. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? I actually did grow up in America, and I do have a different advantage than you, but that's okay. You get what I'm trying to say? So now that I'm older and I'm looking like, yo, how important community is, and at the beginning of the show, we talk about, like, how people show up for you, they thoughtful, and I feel so grateful, and I understand that, like, it's actually a blessing to have community that supports you, your children, like, and things you do show up for you and things like that. But it was actually programmed for me, the opposite. Nah, them people don't trust nobody. You know what's you funny? Know what Having this conversation makes me think of, like, I feel like we just have to be aware of when we're trying to love somebody. Mm-hmm. I, and I say that because, I feel like, as, as people, as humans in general, we are so judgmental. And who's to say what is what? Right. Right, so... It's funny because like one would think I would think that like Alex was raised in love because he was raised in a two parent household, mm-hmm. right? That's that's my first thing, and and I'm hearing him talk, and I really had to sit back because like he's been constantly saying I've been, I've been raised, raised in survival. survival. Listen and to, what I, to I'm me, saying. I'm like huh? how right. yes. And I said to say mm-hmm. like who's to say what survival or mm-hmm. or love? So like let's say like just for cast 
conversation. Mm-hmm. Like we having this conversation, and just because someone is don't want nothing from you, mm-hmm. or because they're trying to give you a love that's different than what you're used to, means that they're raised in love. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they were raised in survival, and they don't want, want the that. Opposite. Mm-hmm. It's like that taught me that. Yeah. I want to give her a different love because I want a different love. Yes. Right? And it's just like, yes. so it's like, and it's just crazy that we say like, because what is what? Who right. Is and, and just to tie that in, like, honestly, all this shit seems like survival if you facts. ask me. Even if you, and, and that's facts, like even coming from a two-parent home. I know a couple of friends that did come from a two-parent home. House and their divided, parents probably was you know, fighting to yeah, stay together, though. Exactly. They were striving they they to survive exactly, together. Exactly. You know how they say, like, is it better to stay together for the kids or mm-hmm. depart? Some people, parents were sleeping in separate rooms, but they wasn't departing. But mm-hmm. they came. They still had mommy and daddy in the house. And then, you know, they think, like, oh, you came from a two-parent home. Like, bitch. But even still. Talk. Like, you know. Even like, still, we had to. I talked to Zonique, right? Mm-hmm. And, again, you think. She's famous. Her parents is famous. Yeah. And it's like, bro, there's times where I wish X, yeah. Y, and Z. Yeah. So, like, who's to say what? Literally, like, but, who's to say yeah. what's what? Because, yo, like, yeah. like we just said we went through so much mm-hmm. stuff, right? I'm pretty sure Maya probably would think, like, I don't want to go through that, yeah. right? Or yeah. we're, we're struggling to right. do whatever we're doing. Right. She still has it better than somebody else, yeah. right? But... Her struggle looks different. Her struggle looks different. Somebody else's struggle looks different. Yeah. So, it's like, struggle. they Everybody's looking at you. They looking at you like... Man, you was raised with right. you. You was raised in love whole time. So could we say that the better judgment would be it's not if you were raised in survival or love, it's just if you're if you're on the journey, do you want to love? Mm. I really think it's, it's more simpler more it's simpler than that. I think it's like just a chemistry thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Think about it. If if we was to call Chris, mm-hmm. pretty sure he had his struggles. For sure. Right? 100%. But sure. for you, it's easy to think it's love because yeah. it's more than what I had. Mm. Right? Mm. But your struggles or or mm-hmm. what you learned through it probably was something that he wish he had. Right? right? Mm-hmm. And I say that to say is like, I think it's just, but y'all just didn't click. Just yeah. it, it just didn't hit. Yeah, or y'all, it yeah. just wasn't the right time. Right. Either and way, that's okay. Yeah. Right? So I think that's the most important thing out of it. Mm. Not to say that. what's love and what's not love because... I'm yeah. pretty sure the people we think that's ready in love, they probably, man. You have no idea. You have no you, clue. And it's crazy because, like, you know, we see a test of that, like, even, like, uh, through Amaya's friendship, like, her and Ocean. Mm-hmm. They're so different, but they love each other so much. Mm-hmm. But And they, they both wish they had a little something that each other had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This one wish she had a little more grit. This one wish she had the family. Like, you know, it's just, like, a little different of every side. You know, you always, every, long story short, you always want what somebody else has. Mm-hmm. We all surviving all this motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> like, no survival cap. of the fittest. Really? Like, yes. facts. Yeah, survival of the fittest, yeah. fittest is funny as hell. Yeah. Episode 98, man. Nah, Episode facts. Episode 98. Yeah, I think, that man, that. That was good, y'all. We got to be just more, like, aware of, like, yeah. each other's feelings, man, because okay. it's, a, it's a boy. But not even a, aware. I, I think also, like, because when you said that I'm, like, aware of other people's feelings, that would mean that we're responsible to understand another person. But I feel like even something I wish I would have did when I was like younger like just being more open to explaining who I was or my where I'm coming from because some people may wrap their arms around you like no it's cool like you know what I'm saying and being accepting of that you know what I mean um because we can't put in somebody else's responsibility to just assume like who we are and just see what we because you can't see it you know, some of us carry our weight really well. Some of us, thank God we don't look like what we've been through. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, sometimes people talk to me like, I would have never guessed. I'd be like, I bet you wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Because 
I don't even share that because it's embarrassing. But, you know, we so there, there's so many people who go through so many things and you can't see it on them. You can't see them carrying it. And you you don't have any idea at all what they've been through, you know, and just giving a welcome and an open space for people to be able to lay that at your altar. I think that's more so, mm. you know. No, facts, yeah. man. This is good, man. Now y'all cook. But to that point that you t- just touched on, I think mm-hmm. that's because a lot of us carry this as shame. You know, mm-hmm. our testimonies are shame. Yeah. And I think when we finally take it out of the category of something that we're embarrassed about, yeah. it's like, no, this is a yeah. part of my story, but this it's my a story. testimony to right. who I am. Exactly. Um, and not wearing not a it definition. as a yeah. right. You don't have to wear it as a badge of shame. Or like you could, or, or even a badge of honor, because like you know, people come out the hood like oh, I'm from the hood. I'm from. The... Some of it is really listen. Look what God has done in my life. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. I was just talking to my friend about that. Like sometimes you know God brings us out of things and you know renews our spirit. But look, make sure you always re- look where He took you from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say. Some of it's not to carry on your shoulders, but it's just to be a testament of God's grace and God's glory. Like you know, I thank God I'm not where. I used to be on sure. so many times. And sometimes I think, like, you know, like, I swear God to renew my mind a lot. So sometimes it's not that I forget, but God has blessed me so much that I don't have to think about those times. But you always get those little reminders. I'm like, damn, I remember when I was on that mattress. And I ain't had this and I ain't had that. And I just thank God because you have to have those humble experiences. But, you know, all of it is just really a testament to God's glory. No, God's grace. Yeah. I think, like, even, like, I don't know why this made me think of, like, the poem or uh, I don't know if there's a poem, but there's a passage like "Footprints in the Sand," and oh, yes, um, I know that one. And you like, carried me, yeah. Yeah, so it's like sometimes we get away from ourselves, mm-hmm. and it's like like who you think you are, yes. right? Like with the uh, you could pull it up "Footprints in the Sand." I don't know know it by heart, but basically, uh, um, this guy he was dreaming. I think he was having a dream, and um, in the dream he's walking and saying close to the ocean, and it was uh, when things were going good, it was always too too. Mm-hmm. Two pairs of footprints in the sand, but things at the worst time and at the hardest okay. time, there's only one pair of footprints in the sand. And he asks, like, "Yo, God, like, at my hardest time, why you leaving me? Why would you yeah, leave me?" Said, Lord, you said once I decided to follow. Wait, hold up. It's really yeah. So he said, "So I asked the Lord about it." He said, "Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way." But I know this during the, the saddest. Most troublesome times of my life. It was only one pair of footprints. He was like, "That's because I carried you." Yeah, he said, "Yeah, right." He was like, "Because it was only one because they were my footprints." Yeah, I carried you. You know what I'm saying? I say to say like, you don't understand that, like, man, during your hardest times, it was a power greater than you. Yep. But don't you get too carried? Don't don't you get too arrogant? Don't don't you get too cocky? Right? And it's like always just remembering where you're from and what you've been doing. But the same, but understanding that somebody can go through the same thing. Yeah, and that's that's what it's for, though. It's for the grace of other people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always for the grace of other people. Our job is to serve. So, so Dan, did we just break that that question down to to say that the the question didn't make sense? Yeah, I hope so. I hope that I hope that I hope for Cass he fully gets to the end of this and understands (laughs) that. Hey, man, how you know that girl was raised out of survival and that she just ain't want to love you differently? Mm. Wow, damn. That's a bar. I'm with the new, the new, the new heart. Oh, with the I young kids. Do it right. I'm with the young kids. You heard. You heard me. Episode 98. Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 98. This is good. Shout out to my guy, Castile. My guy, Tunnel Vision, mm-hmm. for the uh, inspiration for this conversation. If you have, if you're watching this to the end, we did this before and y'all came through. Yes, sir. This shit was hard. I... Yeah. Y'all showed up. Shout out to the people that's supporting. But if you're watching this to the end and you got um, any suggestions that you think we should talk about, 
leave it in the comments on YouTube. We mm -hmm. always looking at it. Um, and then we're gonna give you a little shout out and we might talk about it, man. I appreciate you. Sure. Okay. Mr. Underscore J Hill. Mrs. Underscore Shade Hill. Alexander the Blanc. Shout out to the gang. Gemini Scorpio Podcast, episode 98. Yow. We out. Yow.